Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day today, and we got Dad with us today on the show, so it's going to be a very interesting show, a lot of different stuff we're going to cover, and hope you guys enjoyed yesterday's solo show. I went into detail on a lot of stuff that's happening right now with this shot that's going on behind the scenes that nobody is wanting to talk about in the mainstream media, especially what's happening with the clinical trials, the 190-page clinical trial data the FDA finally released about these shots tested on these six-month to four-month-olds and how insane what we're seeing is right now. I'll be on Doug's show tonight, and I'll talk about it in detail. And what's interesting, yesterday I also brought up briefly how the FDA and Pfizer were working together to make sure that there will be no more clinical trials ever on the RNA gene therapy shots. And sure enough, if I didn't call it right before it happened, Reuters put out an article yesterday. The title of the article is this. FDA will not require clinical trial data to authorize redesigned COVID boosters. The U.S. FDA stated that they will not require Pfizer nor Moderna to submit clinical trial data on the COVID-19 vaccines modified to protect against the B4, B5, Omicron subvariants. FDA top official has said Dr. Peter Marks, who's the senior official overseeing vaccines at the U.S. FDA administration. They said on Thursday they recommend the COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers change the design of their booster shots beginning this fall to include components tailored to combat the currently dominant Omicron BA4 and BA5 subvariants that I talked about yesterday that they're saying now are primarily in all vaccinated individuals that are showing these these symptoms are with these new variants that have now completely mutated and sidestepped any type of immunity that may have been provided. He went on to say the United States should run a wider vaccine campaign this fall than the one in the spring. He goes on to say, I actually think this fall we need to go all out on a booster campaign. It's going to be really critical as we move into the fall and we see the evolution of these mutations and we try to get as many people boosted as we can. I told Steve this morning because we talked about it in detail. I personally think this fifth shot now they're about to roll out. I think this is probably going to be the most deadly shot they've rolled out because now there will be zero documentation showing how dangerous this shot is going to be in clinical trials. There will be zero oversight on what goes into the shot, and there will be zero trials proving the shot is either safe, effective, or it actually works, which we knew the last one, even in the documentation, it was none of the above. Now, these guys have car. Blanc immunity in the dark, as covert as they want to be, to roll out this RNA gene therapy as mutated as they want. This is why I've encouraged people. This is going to be an interesting fall we're going into. There's no question about it. They're going to try to pull something slimy before the midterms. Highly probable you're going to start seeing people get really, really sick, especially after getting the shot. Now, that still means that a lot of these people that have these mutated variants that their bodies are producing from all these spike proteins, they're still going to be probably very, very contagious. And it's very crucial that everybody that's staying strong and healthy keeps your immune system up to date as much as possible. And I mean that sincerely because there's no question about it. They're spooling up the propaganda right now. Bumbling buffoon just said on national television the other day, there's going to be another pandemic. There's going to be a second pandemic, which got me so irritated when he said that. And then I thought about it afterwards, and I went, 
They're telling us what they're about to do before they're going to do it. And now all this stuff about this new BA4, BA5 in Portugal and South Africa and Europe, it's popping up everywhere now. It's about to be another pandemic. They're already spooling up the narrative, guys. Why? Well, we got midterms in the fall. And remember, they want to cover up all the side effects, all the deaths, and all the adverse events that you're going to start seeing with these young children that are getting the shot and with all the individuals who have been getting the shot that are having severe side effects. And they can blame it all now on the new variant is the reason why everybody's getting sick. So please be aware of the propaganda they're putting out there. Do not live in fear, but use wisdom and discretion and make sure you're keeping your body and your immune system as strong as possible. That's why we put together the basic immune kit right on the front page of the website with the D3, the vitamin C, and the zinc. That's the basic, basic one right now. I mean, it's under 100 bucks. I mean, it can last you over a month depending on how long and how much you take on the dosage to keep your immune system boosted up. So I continually encourage everybody, stay strong on this. There's a lot of people that have been coming to the office now in the last couple of weeks, brand new people that I've never met, but they've been long-term customers. And they've been telling me the same thing, that they're hearing a lot of the stuff from where they're from, where they live. I had a guy come in here yesterday, super cool guy, name was Kevin, drove his Z06 C5 all the way down from Athens, Georgia, to come down here and visit some family. Super nice car. I always love Corvettes. It was in great shape. He drives it everywhere. And he was telling me, he said, dude, ever since, you know, my dad got on the supplements, I've been, he's been staying super healthy. I've been the same. We're st- hitting the supplements. He talked to me about a motorcycle accident he was in that basically broke a bunch of his bones. I'm bad, bad motorcycle accident. And uh, basically was running the ultimate multiple with our other main stack products. And he said he healed up unbelievably fast, faster than the doctor even expected with the extent of his injuries. I mean, he was, he was walking around, running around. He's driving a six-speed Corvette all the way down from Athens, which shows you his mobility even after that nasty of a wreck. So I encourage you, make sure you're getting the highest quality supplements. That's why we produce what we produce here. And we thank you again for the continued support of Health Masters and getting the truth out there alongside us because we couldn't do it without y'all. And again, I thank you for that. And Dad, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing absolutely wonderful, Austin. I'm still up here in North Carolina, uh, looking out the window and uh, just having a good time with you guys. And I, I came back down yesterday from um, from Michigan. You know, we're in Frankenmuth for the night and uh, had a great time there. Got to listen to an old, uh, you know, old German band play in downtown Frankenmuth, and it was absolutely wonderful. They played Blue Dandy before me. I thought it was great. And then there's another place called Frankenfrost, right outside of Frankenmuth, and they have the Frankenfrost band that was like all German from like 1880 and has been around now for 140 years. And, uh, it's just, you know, it's just old school America. It's just, you get these smaller towns that people are just so different. And then we had the opportunity yesterday as we flew back down, we stopped at Noah's Ark in Kentucky and we literally flew directly, you know, over, you know, uh, Flint, Michigan and Detroit, Michigan. And they keep telling us that there's 45,000 cars in this giant field up there, and I saw nothing. I mean, I saw nothing. I saw no cars parked in any field, no trucks parked in any field. Now, could I have missed it? Yes. But I didn't see anything. I'm just letting you guys know that. So all of this, you got all these cars sitting around with no parts. I don't really buy that or believe that at all at this point any longer whatsoever. And then we went to Noah's Ark. That was really interesting. It's in Kentucky. It's a full-scale replica of Noah's Ark is like 500 to 600 feet long, and it's amazing. I mean, I, it's, it's like $45 to get in for the day, and Sharon and I went in for like less than 100 bucks, and we spent the afternoon there. Absolutely incredible. 
And if you ever get a chance to go to there, to this attraction, it's a Christian attraction. It's all about Jesus, 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 Jesus. I mean, all about getting saved. It has an entire sinner's prayer section in there. I mean, it's great. It's absolutely great. And I want to talk about that some this morning. And I want to talk about why I'm going to talk about that. And I also want to talk about Dr. Zelenko. You know, Dr. Zelenko died this past couple of days ago. And he came up with the Zelenko protocol, which is almost identical to the same protocol that we use. But we kind of developed it independently as far as the treatment of COVID. He died at the age of 48. Now, I had been asked to have him on the show, and I did not. And I did a show I did a show about this a year ago, about Dr. Zelenko and who he was, and he was a Kabbalist, and he really did a lot of weird stuff with the Kabbalah. He was basically uh, an Akhenashi Jew, and they got very, very sick back in eight, 2018. Uh, he was trying to tell the truth about what was happening, and he died this past weekend, a few days ago. But I talked to Eric. And he actually, Eric, a good, another friend of mine who's a doctor, and he's a really good guy. He's a good friend. And he told me that he had had a chance to talk to Zelenko on the telephone on Sunday before he died. And he prayed the sinner's prayer, and he accepted Jesus Christ, and he called him Yeshua, which is what he would do as a Jew. And he accepted Jesus for who Jesus said he was and got saved. Now, I'm not a big advocate of deathbed you know, saves, you know, salvation. I'm, I'm glad it's available to us. I really am. But uh, it, I'm really glad that Zelenko is saved because he was about to meet Jesus whether he wanted to or not. And so I'm really glad he got to meet him on the right kind of terms. But if you remember, I, a year ago, Dr. Zelenko had come out with a comment. And I read the whole comment. And it was it was so good. I, I actually did an expose on the show on it. And it said, uh, Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, and he goes, I am a conspiracy realist. Now, I'm going to read this to you again. I'm going to give you some insight into how I feel about it now that I know he, he became a Christian. But here's what he said. I'm a conspiracy realist. Vanguard and BlackRock are stakeholders in all industry, media, academia, and politics. Vanguard and BlackRock invest in each other through something called circular ownership. Thus, consider Vanguard and BlackRock as a monopoly that owns everything. With due diligence, you'll, you'll, with due diligence, you will discover that the major stakeholders of this monopoly are the Rothschild family, DuPont family, Rockefeller family, Carnegie family, Orsini family, the American Bush family, and the British royal family. They're using the following foundations to foment chaos around the world. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Sora Open Society Foundation, and the Clinton Foundation. These foundations are instrumental for geopolitical destabilization. Chaos is good for business and power acquisition. Only a divinely inspired force can overcome this Goliath. He found that conspired that, that divinely inspired force with Jesus before he died. The world will be redeemed by acts of goodness and kindness. No, it won't, Dr. Lezinko. You found out who will redeem the world be through Jesus. And he goes on to say, we need collective divine consciousness. Again, he's doing that New Age stuff with the Kabbalah in order to merit divine intervention. No, you already received divine intervention. You accepted Christ. The owners of the Vanguard BlackRock Monopoly, listen to this, are a manifestation of the primordial serpent, Satan. I'm very op optimistic about an upcoming redemptive event that will rebalance our dark world. And you had it before you died. Fasten your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. And I really liked the way he wrote that. Like, again, I said, you know, I put the information in there about Christ. But uh, I'm really happy for him that he accepted Jesus. Now, back to Noah's Ark. This morning I spoke to Dr. Lee Merritt. And she's been a guest on our show multiple times. Good friend. I talk to her, literally text her every day. I don't talk to her every day, but I text her every day. I talk to her probably three or four times a month. 
And what's interesting, she was talking to me about gene drive. Now, I'm going to tell you some stuff here real quick that's going to sound kind of strange to you, but I want you to just stay with me on this because this is really going to be something I've never covered before on the show. When you when you mate uh, a horse and a donkey together, you get a mule. That mule that that mule is genetically sterile and cannot reproduce. In other words, the changes that were made in his DA, but then DNA by combining with the sperm with the egg of different you know you know species like that, basically create a be of a horse that basically or a type of horse, a mule that cannot reproduce. Well, what they've done is they bypassed this. Now, let me tell you, go on some, some detail here. And, and uh, you know, and, the, and this is really important. Let's look at the legacy of Noah's sons. The genealogy of Noah's sons and Noah, I'm sorry, the genealogy of Noah's wife and his son's wives were never given in the Old Testament in the book of Genesis. We don't know where in the world these women came from. All we know is that gene, that, that Noah's seed was clean. And his son's seeds were clean. In other words, they didn't have Nephilim DNA in them. Now, here's the problem when you do this. When you take gene drive and you implement this and you change people's DNA like the Nephilim did back in Genesis chapter 6, it takes about 10 generations to completely change the DNA of the entire planet. If you, know, if you have 10 times 10 is 100 times 10 is 1,000 times 10 is, you know, 10, you know, 100,000 times 10 is a million, you know, after 10 generations, the entire planet has got contaminated DNA in it. Now, it's very important that we understand what I'm fixing to talk to you about. This is, this, remember I've talked about as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon the return of the Son of Man, when Jesus comes back. Those are Jesus' words. It took approximately 10 generations from Adam to Noah to make the earth so evil that God flushed the planet. Now remember also, when the Jews were keeping record of their genealogy, they were making sure their DNA was pure. And the, you know, we, you know, the book, the book of numbers is all genealogy, genealogy, genealogy on how we had Jesus come through that genealogy and how all these other people and the patriarchs came through the genealogy. And if you remember in the Old Testament, God said that when the Jews went into different countries and they basically conquered the countries, this is after they left Egypt, that they were to get rid of all of the people in there. In other words, they were to do a full DNA cleanse. They had to get rid of all of the people in those areas. In addition to that, they had animals in those areas that had been trained to do sex acts and all kinds of weird stuff. And they had to kill all the animals too, kill everything, because you don't, you wanted to start to keep it with clean DNA. And that's why it's so important to remember this. When they inject a gene editing shot into you, like they have done with this mRNA vaccine, which they're no longer going to do any testing, because the same group of Kabbalist, Luciferian weirdos that Dr. Zelensky talked about and that I'm a conspiracy realist are the same group that run the planet. And they want to do exactly what they've done before. They are controlled by this ancient Canaanite religious god, occult, Lucifer, Baal, Moloch, Asherah, Baphomet, name it. It's just, it's just the same group is running it again. Because remember, it says in Genesis chapter 6 that these fallen angels were here before and after the flood. So they started the DNA changing again after the flood. Well, now here we are again, and they're implementing a massive new DNA change. Now, here's the thing that we need to realize. A lot of women who basically are getting this shot right now are having offspring whose eggs have been permanently altered as far as from a DNA standpoint if they maintain the pregnancy. 
Now, they don't really care if they all maintain the pregnancy. That's why we have such a high miscarriage rate. But the eggs and these children are going to have a genetic change. And this genetic change will also pass into their eggs, you know, when they have other children, et cetera, et cetera, to other women. This DNA change is going to be permanent. It takes 10 generations to do this. In other words, within 10 generations from now, this entire planet will be again as it was in the days of Noah. Now, it's already pretty doggone close to that anyhow because remember the Nephilim were already working, you know, after the flood to do it again. And this is where we find ourselves right now. The people in this world that don't understand the truth, who are so blinded by greed and by avarice and by everything else you can possibly imagine, you try to talk to them about truth and love and God and Jesus or why they shouldn't take the shot, not only do they get angry, they get militantly angry. In other words, they literally want to get into a fight with you because if you start to disagree with them. And I was telling you that when I was up in Mackinac Island, I talked to a few of these people, and I just tried to talk to them for a few minutes. And it was like it was like trying to force my view onto a person that was unwilling to accept anything but lies. You know, my body, my choice, but you have to be forced to take the vaccine. So it's no longer my body, my choice. And if you bring that up to them, they get unbelievably angry and mad. But we need to understand that this is going to be gene drive. They're going to change the, the genetics of the entire Homo sapien. They're going to change us just like they did in Genesis chapter 6. They're good. That's what this is all about. They've already got a bunch of them like that. Those are the liberals in many cases that are like that. I personally believe they've had genetic change. I believe they cannot see or know the truth in some cases. And they say, well, did you mean all of them? No, not all, not all of them, but I mean a lot of them. They're like they're completely and totally like demon possessed, and and you and there's no way to understand how they think. Yesterday when we were at the ark, I mean we were surrounded by Christians. I mean there were literally thousands and thousands of people there. It was great. It was wonderful. I'm glad that the theme park is doing so well. But they were literally you could tell the spirit there was complete. I mean they had worship and praise going on. I mean it was amazing. It was absolutely a Christian theme park. I highly recommend it. It gets a ten out of ten for me. And we were leaving yesterday and. I was talking to some ladies and we were walking and we started talking and I started talking about Kabbalah and the Zohar and our talk show and they wanted to have, they wanted to start listening to the show. And I thought to myself, wow, this is how we have to do this. We've got to teach the people the truth. The other day when we were in Frankenmuth, I spoke to a guy who owned 15 McDonald's restaurants. Now I didn't get into talking to him about how bad McDonald's food was. I didn't do that. But what I started talking to him about was what was going on with the world. He's like 75 years old. He won't start listening to the show. And I told him, I said, without Jesus, we don't have a chance. Now, people, they scoff at that. They kind of think it's funny when you say that. The difference is I'm not joking. When I say that, you guys know me. You know I'm not making a joke about this. Without Christ, we have no chance whatsoever, not a snowball's chance in hell of getting through this mess without Jesus, period. And that's what we need to understand. And so the guy from McDonald's, the owner of 15 McDonald's franchises, said, I don't know what to do anymore. I can't get decent help anymore. It's like everybody's just gone. They don't exist anymore. I said, well, they may have died from the vaccine or died from COVID. He goes, it's crazy. So then I started talking to him about remdesivir and started talking about transgenders. And he said, he says, Ted, you won't believe this. He says, I had a girl who's been working me for years at McDonald's. And finally, one day she comes in and she goes, her name was like Ingrid. He goes, he calls her Ingrid. She goes, you can't call me Ingrid anymore. I'm not Ingrid. I'm Sam. I'm like, whoa. And, uh, you know, I, I don't remember the exact names. I'm just using those names. And he, and he goes, and he goes, I didn't know how to deal with that. He says she'd already had both her breasts cut out, cut off. They were gone. She had them removed. And she had transitioned into a male because she's believing these lies. And she goes, how do you deal with that? And then he goes, one day I'm in there last year and some guy is in the bathroom 
with this woman and her little daughter. And the woman comes running out screaming and saying, this guy's stalking us in the bathroom. And, the, and he walks, so the guy walks into the bathroom and says, man, you need to get out of the bathroom. You're a guy. He says, you can't tell me to get out of the bathroom. You know, I've got a law now that says I can be in the bathroom. So you can't tell me I can't be in the bathroom with women. I can use this bathroom or the men's bathroom or anything else I want because I am a woman today. And he looked at the guy. He didn't know what to say. So he immediately got on the telephone. He called his attorney. And he goes, what the heck do I do here? And he goes, if he sues you for discrimination, he will win because he will find a court that will take this with a liberal judge. And that liberal judge will make sure that he gets ruled in his favor with the way he pushes the jury in one direction or the other. So you need to leave it alone and not tell the guy to get out of the bathroom. I kid you not, guys. That's the world that we live in right now. It's like I've told multiple people on this trip that we live between Orlando and Tampa. And my response is always it's the off-ramp between Sodom and Gomorrah. And it really is. Tampa's got all these strip clubs everywhere. It's insane over there. And Orlando's all queer. It's weird. It's, it's the weirdest thing that you turn into. Now, I'm not saying Orlando's all queer if you live in Orlando. I know we have people in Orlando who aren't queer who listen to the show. I got that, okay? But I'm saying the bulk of the people, they're extremely liberal, and they're gay promoters, and they're part of the Disney problem here. And that one, that one, that one actor from Disney this week again has come out now massively against the Supreme Court because he's the guy who plays the Hulk. In the Marvel movies, another another actor that I simply refuse to go pay any money to hear them just watch them on the big screen because they're so liberal. They've included their politics into this into the filmmaking. So I, that's but I wanted to share all that with you this morning It's called Gene Drive. And within 10 generations, the entire population of the planet has changed. And as Austin said a few minutes ago, they're no longer going to have to even test this stuff. In other words, they can do whatever they want to do. They make all of it, experimental use authorization, as they push the gene drive harder and harder. This is a massive genetic test on the entire population of the planet to allow only their Nephilim offspring to survive. Now, I can't be any more blunt than that. That's all they want to do here. So that's why we as Christians, we have to refuse the vaccinations. The one Baptist guy that I told you I mentioned the other day on the porch of Mackinac, he said, oh, yeah, I've had all I've had all my shots because I want to go on a cruise. Another one of these unbelievably stupid decisions, I'm going to go on a cruise. Now, if you've done that, I'm sorry. It was a stupid decision. You know, I, I, haven't, I didn't fly for years. And the last time I flew, I got groped. And I turned the guy into TSA for basically sexual assault, filed a formal complaint against him. And, of course, TSA came back and said, oh, we found nothing wrong with what he did. Of course they don't. And I already knew that, but I was not going to allow it to go unchecked. I'm feathered. I'm not going to put up with that garbage. I, these guys are sick, and they're the ones that are running the United States of America through the shadow government, through all these lobbyists and these corporations and all of this money, and through BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and they own all of it. They own it all. You know, that's what they are. They own it all. And they are the bloodline families that I've talked about so many times on this show, and we've got to understand that. One more thing that I didn't get a chance to mention last weekend. Before we left town in central Florida and we came up here to North Carolina, I went to see the Elvis movie, the new one, by that whatever that Baz guy name is. And I can tell you this right now, and some people may disagree with me. I, I got that. But 30 minutes into the movie, the movie was so bad that Sharon and I got up and walked out and got a refund on our tickets because you know, they let you do that to about 30 minutes. If you, you can't watch the whole movie and, and I can get a refund. But I walked out after 30 minutes and said, this movie is so bad, I will not pay for this, and we walked out. 
Now, the singer who basically was impersonating Elvis, he was phenomenal. But, of course, the first scene they have him singing, they have they bring him out making him look like he's queer. I kid you not. I mean, he, like he was gay. And, and I thought, oh, gosh, you got to be kidding me. And then this colonel, this, who, this Tom Parker, who was running the show, the whole movie's about him. And he was another weirdo guy who had fled Europe who basically was a carnival barky and had killed somebody in Europe. And the whole movie was about him and what a low life he was. And it, it wasn't even something about Elvis's life in the first 30 minutes. It was awful. So I don't recommend that movie at all. As far as I'm concerned, it gets zero stars, zero. I walked out of it. But if they could do another remake of it using the same actor who played Elvis, I would like to see that. But I want to just share with you. And by the way, Top Gun outdid that movie on its opening weekend – and Tom Gun had already been out for over a month. <laughs> and again, Top Gun gets five stars for me and Sharon both. We've seen it several times now, and it's a great movie. And I probably, I'll probably go see it one more time on IMAX because I've enjoyed the flight scene so much. But I want to cover all that stuff with you. I want to talk about Gene Drive this morning, number one. I want to talk about how Dr. Zelenko got saved, which actually I was so excited when Eric told me that this morning because it meant the world to me because I really liked a lot of what Zelenko said. And I'm so happy that he found Jesus. And I just wanted to just reiterate what Austin said is so accurate and so true. They're going to continue to push this gene drive through these vaccines with no testing at all until they change the entire population of the planet. So, guys, please don't do this. If you've taken a vaccine, there's a really high probability you got a placebo. All right. And that's what I, that's what I would believe God for, that you got a placebo. I also believe that the blood of Jesus that redeems you and can change you and alter your DNA, ask God if you took that vaccine that you have the power of the Holy Spirit in you now because you've accepted Jesus and that his blood will redeem you and restore your DNA. That's all I can believe at this point because there's no other way of doing it other than that. It has to be a miraculous change back to what it's supposed to be. But that's what I pray for all of you guys, especially those of you who are forced to take the vaccine in order to have a job which is absolutely horrible. Now you see Delta Airlines CEO apologizing for Delta, shortages of flights for this holiday weekend coming up. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be an unbelievable disaster because of what's happened with the airlines and them forcing the pilots and these pilots retiring. I mean, it's, it's incredible that we've watched the United States collapse like we have in just the last few months. I mean, it really is in the last few years. And when we stop and we realize this and we go back to the teaching of what we learned – and what I taught you guys about the Frankfurt School, you start to understand that it's this Frankfurt School that actually came in through these Kabbalist Luciferians to destroy the United States of America. And it now it's taken about 100 years now to do this. And when we realize that this is happening, we start to understand that they don't want the United States of America that has Christians. They don't want the United States of America that basically has the ability to – Worship the Lord God Almighty. They don't want that. We've had 60 years plus, almost 100 years of destructive communist policies, and literally America's soul is rotting to the core. You know, America must learn to fight for what's right, or this ticking time bomb will literally eviscerate all of us. And we need to understand that. You know, a lot of these progressives, these liberals, they become like petulant children. You know, being a leftist now requires a human being to exist within a perpetual state of childhood. Basically, one must embody the persona of a brat. That's how they act. Who has a constant temper tantrum. And one must resemble somebody who thinks the world revolves around them alone and all of their selfish whims and desires. These radical liberals are no longer rational. 
but it's not entirely their own fault. Society as a whole has been catering to their sick and twisted ideas and policies for over 60 years, including not calling them queer, not calling them gay, not saying what they are, not saying it's against God's word. They say they don't, they don't tell you the truth anymore. The pastors don't do it. The entire American public must share in the responsibility for creating such monsters, these impetuous little brats. Most of us become, you know, comfortable in avoiding reality. Our very own politicians and most of those within government have been tilting leftward for decades. I guess society has been ignoring this ideological leftist time bomb for too many years, and people need to get the priorities in order. This is, this is part of an article I'm reading to you from John Scotto. Excellent article. I'm posting it on the website. And we need to understand that in 2022, we're currently devolving into a dystopian nightmare. And it's going to take a whole bunch of time and effort to correct the last hundred years of the radicals' left destructive policies. This will require people awakening from their lazy mindset of moral relativism and actually take time to seek the truth and live the truth because the truth shall set us free, what Jesus said. But we got to understand something, guys. These leftists aren't going to change. As long as they maintain control of Hollywood and the media, the vast majority of the people will not even realize they've turned into impetuous brats. The USA must, retain, must attempt to regain its collective soul and restore the rule of law and civility to our society. And without Jesus Christ, we cannot do that. We can't. Because as Austin has said before, and I've said, we have a constitution that is wholly inadequate for a group of heathen running it, and it's too easy to manipulate. It really is. People basically need to grow up and reject this fantasy world that you can be a sponge or a man or a girl or a boy and say stuff about it, which the modern-day leftists have told us, sold to all of us, and make us, make us believe it or they want to persecute us. It's going to take a great deal of perseverance to regain the high moral ground that we've lost. But, you know, realize this. Most U.S. citizens who aren't completely and totally liberal and communist will eventually find their way out of this dark age if we tell them the truth. We need to start getting involved in our elections, like we mentioned so many times in the local elections, and stop putting corrupt, lifetime, soulless, Kabbalist, Luciferian, Masonic politicians into these places. We have to do that. Because remember... This whole group of people in Washington, these quote-unquote elite politicians, they're pretty much beyond redemption, almost all of them, because the moral relativism has set in so deeply that the gilded classes have become incapable of discerning right from wrong. I remember I was watching that movie Rob Roy the other night, and he was asking Rob Roy, this this lord, you know, this, 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 this landowner, was asking Rob Roy about having stolen some cattle or whatever he was talking about, and he goes, this man's lying to you. And then he basically said, if you cannot discern this, you cannot tell the difference between right and wrong, then you have no right to rule over us and tell us what to do. That's the problem, isn't it, with the moral relativism in in Washington, D.C.? They no longer can discern the truth. So why in the world have we allowed them to tell us what to do? I'm going to repeat this sentence. Moral relativism has set in so deeply that the gilded classes have become incapable of discerning right from wrong. Everything can be explained away especially by the Kabbalist Luciferian journalists, life is one great moral mush, basically washed down with a glass of wine. The ordinary citizens, thank goodness, still adhere to absolutes. It's, it is they who have saved the republic from creeping degradation while their betters were derelict. This is according to Charles Dickens. That whole article, that whole quote was from Charles Dickens. So understand this. If we understand who these guys are, which we do, they're Kabbalist Luciferians, all part of mafioso groups controlled through organized crime. 
that basically run basically the synagogue of Satan runs the money supply. We got this understanding as Christians and listeners of this show of who they are. Call them out. And guys, listen to me. If you don't want to do that because you don't want conflict, and I got that, okay, I got that because I mean that's what I do all the time when I'm walking around dealing with these weirdos. Just give them the, our show. Tell them to listen to the show, especially if they're on the border, on the fence, or they know something's wrong. What, 85% of the latest polls said that something's wrong with America and it's going in the wrong direction? But the politicians won't wake up and see that. We've got to get them out of office. And one of the other things that I want to mention, too, that Austin said earlier, he said that they want to have another big COVID epidemic spike happening in October, November of the fall, which I believe Austin's right. Why? Because they want to make sure they have the opportunity to do mail-in ballots again. The mail-in ballots are how they got Biden in office through these boxes and boxes and millions of ballots that basically showed up from nowhere. They were all fake. They want to do that again. So always remember, guys, to stand strong. Make sure your current and your local election politicians aren't a bunch of low life. All right, Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? That was extremely well said. And, I mean, you're 100% right, and I, I think that wholeheartedly. As far as that's what they're going to try to pull for the fall. They saw how successful it was with the mail-in ballot fiasco. You can see it in the film 2000 Mules. This is very, very well-planned, well-orchestrated election fraud. Probably one of the, from an outside standpoint, probably one of the best organized mail or mail-in ballot frauds we've ever seen with an election. I mean, they, they had so much stuff dialed in and timed in with it. And I personally think they're going to try that again. This isn't coincidental that they're doing this. I think this is twofold. I think they're trying to do the COVID pandemic again, 2.0, for the mail-in ballots. And I think they're trying to do it to cover up the massive, massive surge in deaths and horrible side effects we're seeing. That's what I personally think. Also, to another news, speaking of that, out in Australia, New South Wales, they are now stating that they are seeing a nearly tenfold increase in the recent month of so-called pandemic babies who are being rushed to the hospital for intensive care treatment. Now, it's interesting about this. If you guys know in Australia, they pretty much have like a 90-plus percent vaccination rate. Pretty much everybody complied. Pregnant women, moms, dads, children, pretty much everybody got their kill shot over there in Australia. They were very clear about this last year. If you don't get the shot, we're basically going to segment you out of society. You're just not going to be able to function. They said this. We're going to find you. We're going to track you. We're going to hunt you down. We're going to make sure you can't function until you take the shot. I mean, it was insane how sick the propaganda was out there. Well, now they're saying the reports of these children are being born with mysterious respiratory illnesses right after birth that's requiring medical intervention. They're calling it in Australia, respiratory synthetical virus or RSV. They said every year children come down with this, and basically it exploded in just the last week to 355 cases per week. Per week, just three weeks ago, it, it was 355 cases per week a month ago. Now it is at 3,775 cases per week in just a month. It's jumped that high. Well, what's occurred? Well, you saw a huge portion of the moms less than a year ago, start getting the injection at the end of last year when Australia mandated that you were essentially going to be fined and kicked out of society at the end of last year. Imagine that. All these moms got injected. They are stating now that basically this injection 
in pregnant women, and this is, this is what researchers have figured out now. Australia is saying they don't know why it's happening. They have no clue how this could possibly be happening right now. Well, if you do the research on it, those shots destroy the immune system. They destroy it. You could see a spike in antibodies, and then it drops off. We looked at this with the researcher, the doctor, who did blood work on the healthy adult male who took blood work before his first shot, after his first shot, and after his second shot. And he writes in the report, after the second shot, basically, his immune system was literally like free-falling. It was grenading. There was nothing left. He had no more immune system left after the second shot. What do you think happens when you inject moms with this stuff and it's transferred to the babies? The babies already don't have a developed immune system, meaning they're already susceptible. Now you're literally giving them a shot that's going to make them just nothing. They have nothing, nothing to fight anything. Not to mention now their bodies are going to have this spike protein in them, and you're going to start seeing side effects from it. Respiratory virus disease. Imagine that. This is horrific to see this, but yet it's happening on a grand scale all across the world, and Australia is the first place to really address it because they were so adamant about forcing pregnant women to get a shot that had zero long-term research on pregnant women in clinical trials. Zero. Yet, here we are. Now, on top of that, Speaking of Australia, Australian bank Volt, Volt Bank, now announced yesterday it'll be closing all of its business by next Tuesday. Customers of the Neobank have been urged to transfer all funds out by July 5th and told to transfer and withdraw funds immediately before all accounts are closed on Tuesday. Well, wait, wait a minute. So they're literally giving people less than five days over a weekend period to transfer all their money? Oh, yeah. This is going to start happening more and more now. Australia's digital bank has now completely collapsed, leaving 140 employees without a job and 6,000 customers racing to withdraw their money. Volt Bank announced Wednesday it was closing its deposits, taking business, and returning its banking license because it couldn't raise enough funds to stay afloat. Volt has made the decision to close its deposit-taking business and end all banking. Now, it says the bank was launched in 2019. And they said, we built something as a team in Australia that needs to bring banking competition to the market. And essentially what it was, it was a online bank with ATMs, and there were no real employees as far as tellers. It was one of the first banks that everything was done pretty much on your phone. So you transfer funds on your phone, you pay bills on your phone, you can get money out of a few ATMs that are floating around, and that's about it. Now, it's interesting about this, and this is what didn't make sense to me. What well, it makes sense when you start thinking about it. They tra- The transfer limits for customers – has been limited to $250,000 with members told to stop using their accounts immediately once they transfer money account. However, Volt has more than 150, or excuse me, $100 million in deposits. So how do you have a bank that has $100 million in liquidity all of a sudden go under and say, we can't maintain our online banking, which has very minimal infrastructure and overhead, and all of a sudden we're shutting down the bank within five days, and you got to get all your money out right now or else you're not going to get anything. Oh, by the way, though, we're capping withdrawals and transfers to $250,000. Now, that's a big chunk of money. What if you've got four, five, six million dollars in this account? What do you do? You limit to $250,000 per day transfers? You've got five days to transfer it out? Math doesn't add up. This is very strange to me along with the fact that you have fractional reserve banking. If they had $100 million in liquidity and deposits, that technically means with fractional reserve banking, they could have loaned out to $4 billion in loans. 
Now, did these guys do a bunch of loans and have some huge margin calls that came in and they were basically leveraged out? Possibly. I don't know. But this is very interesting to start seeing this because I've heard rumors of other banks now that are basically having real liquidity issues like we saw in 2007. I do not think for one second this is going to be limited to just Australia's Volt Bank. I think you're going to start seeing this with a lot of smaller banks that really leverage themselves out because remember – when you start having absolute greed with a lot of these banks and you have very minimal requirements on what they're restricted to do as far as with the funds, and they can start loaning out 40 to 1. They can start taking $100 million in deposits and start loaning out $4 billion in loans. You start running into mathematical problems because you start reaching a point to where, okay – they get so greedy, they start making so much money, they start pulling out all their profits and all the liquidity. All of a sudden, they can't cover the spread if they start having stock market drops like we saw. They start getting huge margin calls. I don't know. I'm just theorizing this with Vault Bank, but this is very interesting. In my opinion, I've told people this before, be very, very careful on what banks you keep money in, how much money you keep in them, and use your own discernment. I'm not giving you any financial advice at all. What I am saying is right now, a lot of these big banks and a lot of these online banks, there's a high probability you're going to start seeing them drop like dominoes. And you're probably going to see another giant global bailout again, and these guys are going to run off with billions and billions and billions of dollars of other people's money. Remember, there's already banks in other countries that have negative interest rates, meaning if you deposit $100,000, you get charged money to keep your money in their account. They've already stated on numerous occasions with the World Economic Forum and other world banks that that's what they want to have in the future. They want to charge you money to have money in your account. Now, people would normally go, well, that's easy. If I have $100,000 in my bank account, then I'll just bring it out in cash. I'll just slowly cash it out and keep the cash in my safe or keep it in the safety deposit box, and voila, they can't tax me. What happens when they ban cash and there's only digital currency? Ah, now you start seeing the kicker with negative interest rates. Now you have $100,000 in digital currency in your account because you can't get cash out anymore because it's banned. Now all of a sudden they charge you 10% interest rate on your account to keep $100,000 in your account. And you go, well, that's not right. You can't do that. Oh, well, everybody has basically hedged this now, so we're just basically going to make sure that your account's all at 10% negative interest rate. And you go, but, dude, you're charging me $833 a month in interest to keep my money in your bank. Well, yeah, we know that. Well, I want to take it out. Well, you can't take it out. It's digital. You can transfer it to another bank, but we've all fixed the 10% interest rate. So you could transfer it to another bank, but they're going to charge the same amount. That is exactly, in my opinion, what they have planned for this new digital world. They wouldn't have pushed this negative interest rate so hard over the last couple of years if they wouldn't plan on doing this once everything goes digital. That's why I've encouraged people, please, always keep cash alive as long as you can. I know it's not convenient sometimes. I know it's not. And I know certain things you do online and stuff like that, and you're not going to pay cash with online transactions. I get that. But especially with stuff in person, especially when you're dealing with small businesses, Always try and pay it cash the best you can. It keeps cash alive. The longer we keep it alive, the further and longer we can fight this. At some point, it's going to be inevitable with these banking cartel. But again, there's always going to be a, say, underground group of individuals, whether it goes back to gold and silver, whether it goes back to ammunition, whether it goes back to trading. Human beings are very, 
very effective at going in and basically improvising what they need. Just remember that always. Always try to think outside the box. Don't get so locked into one singular mindset. This is the only way to do something because they tell you to. That is their goal. They want to keep you locked into a specific mindset that you don't have an idea how to do anything else but exactly the way they tell you. That's why they train young children in the school systems now with this insanity moronic critical race theory and the stuff they have with common core mathematics they're dumbing down society and dad made a comment earlier and he's very valid on this we're devolving as a society and i'm not talking about evolution in that aspect i'm talking about we're devolving what we've achieved where we've grown what we've done we're now backtracking we're devolving for what we've actually gone and hitting our goals and grown when we start having conversations and people actually start trying to have debates about how grown men can have babies and how they need to be able to go into the bathroom with other little girls and women and you can't tell them that they can't be in the bathroom because they're going to sue you we have effectively started to devolve as a society 100 percent this is why exactly what dad has stated a constitutional republic is solely inadequate without christ can't be done Because you start having people that are so dishonest, so unethical, so polluted that they will do anything they can to corrupt the society because majority of the people in a constitutional republic, even though they may not be Christians, many are, even if they're not, to maintain civility in a constitutional republic, you have to have some basis of ethics and morals. You have to or else it doesn't function, and you have to start going back to a communist society. That is why you saw – over in Iraq, Saddam Hussein was such an unbelievably violent tyrant, but he kept those individuals and those hardcore Muslims under control because when you start dealing with individuals that simply go, you're not allowed to talk to me or you wore something that I didn't agree with or you said something that I don't like or you basically are dressed in a certain way I don't like, we're cutting your hands off. Or we're going to whip you. Or you simply did something against the Quran. We're going to chop your head off now. There's there's no no society, no societal norms that are ethical and moral. There's no biblical values. You did this. We're chopping your head off now. I mean, remember Saudi Arabia? Every beginning of the year, they have criminals and individuals over there. They go and lob off about 50, 60, 70 heads off the beginning of the year. Just decapitate people. Roll their heads around. Play soccer with them. Kick them around. Bounce around. Totally normal. It's not not even abnormal in that society because that's what happens when God is in a sinner and there's no ethics and no morals and no biblical values. And that is exactly what they're trying to bring back here in the United States. That is exactly why they're trying to go in and state, well, you don't have a right to eat meat. You don't have a right to read this. You don't have a right to say that because they want to make you believe you only have one singular way of doing everything, and that is the most perverted way possible. I saw now an article that's talking about over in Finland – and over in parts of Europe, this has been ongoing now, and in, and basically they're saying now that they have to cut back on 30% of their cattle and basically sell the farmland because of the nitrogen levels are too high and the greenhouse gas because of the cow farts. Oh, they're doing this all over Europe now. 30% of the cattle now are supposed to be slaughtered. We've got to wipe out 30% of all the livestock. Can't have them. Got to slaughter them now. Why? Well, because we said so, right? It's, it's science. It's science, guys. You know, if the cow farts are making the entire world collapse. No, guys. The globalist banker boys are making the entire world collapse. Like Dad said earlier, 
You got the Rothschild family, you got the DuPont family, you got the Rockefellers, you got the Bush family. They are the ones that are intentionally collapsing it because as they stated before, out of chaos breeds a new world order. I saw a interview from the stinking, uh, horrific White House correspondent Brian Dees during the CNN interview yesterday. And the CNN interview guy said, he goes, what do you, what do you say to these families right now who can't afford to pay 485 a gallon for months, if not years, that they can't sustain this? He goes, well, people need to understand this is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. What? What are you, what are you even talking about? You, this, this is Hungarian dialect on a poster in front of us. Problem, action, solution. They create the problem. They push the action. They come up with a solution and pretend they're the saviors to fix it. This is absolutely textbook Hungarian dialectic. And they're doing it right in front of everybody, just like I told you guys yesterday on the show when the bumbling buffoon gets up the other day and he goes, well, you need to understand the reason why we have high gas prices and food shortages. It's Russia. It's Russia, Russia, Russia. And I looked at it. I started laughing. I started laughing. I mean I was just started hysterically laughing. I said, well, if nobody could basically hear Joseph Goebbel through that, I don't know what to tell everybody. If you guys remember – the Joseph Goebel quote that I have reminded everybody of repeatedly because he was the godfather of Nazi propaganda, brilliant in that aspect, horrific individual of what he did in line to everybody, but brilliant understanding as far as the psychological aspect of mankind. He stated, and I quote, if you tell a lie big enough and you keep repeating it, people will eventually come to believe it. The lie can be maintained only for such a time as the state can shield the people from the political, economic, and military consequences of the lie, it thus becomes vitally important for the state to use all of its powers to repress dissent. For the truth is the mortal enemy of the lie, and thus by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state. Now, I loathe this man for what he did to Germany, but he couldn't have spoken that any more succinctly and clearly. We're literally watching that definition, that quote right there, happen right in front of us. Fuel prices are high, Russia. Food shortages, Russia. Everything's Russia's fault. Russia, Russia, Russia. They keep telling the lie long enough, people will believe it. And it can only be maintained as long as they can shield the people from the political, economic, and military consequences of the lie. Eventually, it's going to come to light that everything was a lie. And then what they'll do is... They gotta come up with another line. They gotta come up with another boogeyman. It's exactly what I told everybody. The COVID narrative started to falter and fail. Everybody was getting mad at the political theater and the individuals and the governors that were ruining some of these states, ruining them. So what they do? They needed a new boogeyman to hate. Ah, Putin. Putin, guys. Cue Putin. You got the roll index card? Alright, index cards. Flip over. Yep, Putin's it. Put that one in. New, uh, new, new boogeyman. Putin's the new boogeyman, guys. Listen, everything that possibly happened bad for the last three years due to the economic policies from the Federal Reserve Central Banking Cartel and the giant conglomerates that we have with Rothschild Banking, Inc., with State Street, BlackRock, Vanguard, these guys, all that. No, 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 no. Put that aside, guys. Put those cue cards away. We don't talk about those. Put those away. Russia, it's Russia's fault now. Everything that possibly happened in the world bad is Russia's fault. And keep saying it over and over and over again, guys. This is what they're doing. This is why we do this show. This is why we expose the lies. And this is why it is your responsibility along with our responsibility to keep calling out the truth. Because he says it right here. Joseph Goebbels says it. 
Truth is the mortal enemy of the lie. Thus, by extension, the truth is the greatest enemy of the state. The truth is the most effective weapon we have right now in getting the news out there and waking people up the best we possibly can. And I encourage you to do it on a regular basis. What do you think, Dan? Uh, well, if, if Gerbil hadn't done that to the German people and they had seen what was really going on and how bad the war was going after the D-Day, the D-Day invasion – and how the Russians were coming in from the east and the Allies were coming in from the west, they could have made peace with the Allies. Exactly they could have right. stopped the Russian invasion. They could have stopped it. They wouldn't have had to have the children fighting in the trenches and dying to little 10- and 12-year-old boys and girls. I'm not a fan of Goebbels. I'm not a fan of Hitler, none of them. Now, some of the stuff they did and talked about the central banks and the international you know, banking monopoly and how they were controlling the world, absolutely true, 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 true. But there at the end, the lie was more important to Hitler and the Goebbels than the truth was. And I hate that about what they did and how they destroyed the DNA of Germany. It's awful. Uh, we had a, one of our listeners, Justin, uh, sent us a text through Sharon's through the Instagram account. And he goes, happy anniversary to both of you. I just started listening to the show in January, and it's helped me improve my relationship with God and improve my health and outlook on life. Your son, Austin, did a great job recently on his solo episode, and Ted is truly one of a kind. Love the energy and wishing you both lots of happiness from a 31-year-old conservative in Wisconsin. His name is Justin. Thank you, Justin, for that. And, you know, it's not that I'm one of a kind, but thank you for that. I guess that's a compliment. I'm sure it must mean something good. But it's that I was raised old school. Remember, my parents, my dad was born in 1901, and my mom was born in 1916. You know I mean? So... You know, I was born, my dad was 54 when I was born, so I was raised differently than most people. I don't think like a person that is my age. I think like someone who's probably 90 years old. And so it's really important that we understand the conservative values that we once lost, we have to bring them back into the United States. We do. And, of course, Austin's doing a great job on all the shows that he does, especially the ones he does on solo. And one more quick question. We'll comment about the anniversary. Our anniversary, we kind of celebrated over a period of a week or several weeks. That's not the exact date last week. We're kind of celebrating it while we're up here. We're using this as a celebration anniversary for us. So, guys, I love you guys. I really appreciate all the positive feedback you've given us and all the support you continue to give Health Masters. And you mean the world to us. If it wasn't for you guys, we we wouldn't be here. People like Justin and all the people that support us and support Health Masters. And when you tell me that you have a better relationship with God now because, you know, you've been listening to the show – that means everything to me. It really, really, really does. By the way, one more thing too: keep your kids off the TV because now they have Elmo coming in. This is a, this basically puppet is pushing clot shots for kids. Keep your kids off of Sesame Street. Keep them off of all of the junk and make them realize that the truth has to be given to them by you and through your pastors who you need to help wake wake up. By the way, Twitter now censored Jordan Peterson for calling Elliot Page by his birth name Ellen. I just thought I'd mention that. He's always getting in trouble because he's trying to make people realize that a man has to be a man and a boy has to be a boy and a girl has to be a girl. And you can't have all this weird stuff going on because it's all psychological problems. I like Jordan Peterson a lot for what he gets to do and gets to say. Guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. I love you. I really, really do. I appreciate you so very, very much. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And, guys, as we have this Independence Day weekend, reflect on a lot of the stuff that has happened and look back at why we have this Independence Day on Monday. It's not just some July 4th holiday. It's Independence. This is when we celebrate our independence from tyrannical rule. And a lot of our forefathers would roll over in their graves if they saw what's happening to us right now. And so for that, I encourage everybody to stay strong and stay healthy. Freedom 10. 
I always do a big sale for July 4th, probably one of my favorite American holidays. Freedom 10, F-R-E-E-D-O-M, the number 10. That's 10% off store-wide on regular price products, exclude sale products. I don't normally do as big of a sale because I don't have big margins on these products because they are all very high quality, as everybody knows that's tried my stuff. But this, again, it's a big weekend. I encourage people to stay stocked up, stay prepared, stay ready. So Freedom 10 all weekend long through Monday, 10% off on the website. If there's anything you're wanting to grab, anything you want to get updated on, be sure to stock up on it this weekend. This is the biggest sale I run usually in the middle of the year. So I thank you again for the support. We couldn't do it without you. We need our supporters. We need our listeners. We need our health masters, friends, and family. And I continue to appreciate everything y'all do and forwarding the shows, forwarding the articles. If, if you can't forward the show because you feel like people are going to get too, too, you know, riled up about it, then forward them some of the links we have on the website. And we have daily links. We have all kinds of stuff. We talk about every single day the links. We reference all of it. You can go on there and click on all that. It's all right there. We make it as easy as we can. And it's free, guys. I don't make people subscribe to our website. I don't track cookies. I don't make you submit your cookies so we can follow you around the internet. I don't want to know where you go. I don't want to be following you. It's not my business to track you on the internet. I hate people that do that, and I hate websites that do that crap. They want to constantly monitor you and track you and send you personalized ads. It's not my problem. It's not my fault and not my business to be following you around. I like everybody to have their own privacy. That's why we don't have all that stuff on our website. So, again, thank you for supporting Health Masters because we can't do it without you. We have no ads. We have no commercials. Can't stand commercials either. They always drive me up the wall. So I don't watch. I have no cable. So, again, you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the Hagman Show tonight. I'm going to talk about a lot of this stuff and go into detail on it as well. Again, I talked about the day and some more stuff. So, again, have a blessed, safe Independence Day weekend. Stay strong, stay safe, get some training and if you have the ability to do so, and have an awesome, awesome time with your family. And be sure to check out the website and use Freedom 10 if you guys decide to order anything. Have a great time, my friends. I'll talk to you again on this show again next week as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.